2: and fire is proud to present slobber knockers a show where three fans get off the couch and on the mic to talk all things nfl football plus we make our own picks for this week's games every week featuring your hosts from the talk to me podcast joshua Toomey, from the disciples of the watch podcast gene vogel and me Baco. Welcome to Slobberdockers, Week Six. I am Baco, and I'm joined by Josh Toomey and Gene Vogel. Uh, welcome back, gentlemen. And uh, before uh, we get too far into this, I would like to say thank you to you, Josh, for uh, stepping up and kind of taking care of business while Gene and I had a little play date. And uh, an extra special thanks for uh, your talk to me, co-host Chris Aiken. Uh, did a wonderful job. Uh, stepping in uh, you know it's a long season this probably won't be the last time one of us can't can't feel in. that's the joy of having three but it's really weird that two of us hung out on a tuesday Uh-oh.
3: yeah a lot a of, lot a of, lot of great things going down in the minneapolis st paul area on tuesday nights <laughs> yeah that's,
2: that's the party night if you're 40 and older that is the night to go out but, uh, that's the night
0: to pound the pounders
2: but seriously good stuff i i reached out to chris personally but uh, we will say it now thanks for filling in chris Okay. Uh,
3: You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, I was, did uh, as, as a spokesperson for uh, Chris Aiken, he says thank you.
2: Okay, fair enough.
3: Uh, quick question <laughs> for the two
2: for. For, for, for the two of you. Then did you catch or and maybe in retrospect hear about it and then then hear Aikman's comment during the game last night about uh, taking the dresses off? It's uh it's getting a little bit of steam. He's getting some crap for it, but. Uh, if you didn't hear it, I have it in front of me. I probably, maybe I'll for the listener. I'll just share it. Uh, yeah, there was another sack. I believe Chris Jones from uh, the, the Chiefs took down um, uh, what's his era. Uh, David Carr. And it reminded him of the thing that happened in that uh, Bucks Falcons game, which of course pissed anybody that watched that off as like, come on, man, now, what more do you want these guys to do? Uh, but so, in reference to that and the fact that it was topical that day, Troy Aikman said, uh, "My hope is co- the competition committee looks at this in the next set of meetings, and you know, we take the dresses off. Uh, not exactly the most, uh, I don't know, woke thing in the world. Uh, did you guys hear about it? What do you think?" <laughs>
3: Uh, I did not hear that quote, but I saw the play he's talking about. And the 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 one quote I saw, a, a tweet of someone saying, that is the first time roughing the passer has been called against the guy possessing the ball. Because I mean, if you watch the play, Chris Jones has the ball in his hand mm-hmm. as he's falling on top of uh, David Carr, and he gets called for roughing the passer. And so not only did he make an incredible play, he also, you know, took away the ball, too. So uh, it's kind of a double whammy there. And, yeah, they, they've definitely – the NFL kind of backed themselves in a the corner with this all this Tua stuff and then, you know, going with the concussion protocol stuff and just trying to really emphasize safety. And then now they're just, just these, these sacks that are just normal, no, you know, nothing egregious there, sacks are getting called. And then sometimes you see players just get absolutely obliterated and they don't call it at all. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's it's kind of a double standard and you know, the, the NFL kind of needs to, to once again, you know, kind of go back to the drawing board and and talk over some of these rules.
0: Well, maybe what you're sure Aikman wasn't referring to the rules committee that, when they meet, they wear dresses?
2: <laughs> I'm not sure. I have not heard an official statement from Aikman yet. If I was, maybe he should uh, take your lead there and just go with that's what I was. T-. A lot of people don't re- go Eddie Trunk in the bit. A lot of people don't know these guys meet with dresses.
3: <laughs> and they're comfortable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> when
3: I go to the. <laughs> Competition committee. I okay. wear a dress.
2: I, you know, I, the thing is, uh, a lot of this stuff, you know, uh, get, gets kind of blown out of proportion a little bit. Uh, I, I don't think that many people care that the Little Mermaid's black. Uh, I, there's several of these things kind of flying around right now, where where I think a lot of times the outrage to the outrage is more outrageous than the actual outrage. Uh, I, so I don't know. This is yeah. I, th- I think if Aikman says probably not my best choice of words, it's enough for me. Um, I I don't know where this is going to go with the way these things happen. Who knows? He might, (laughs) it could be anywhere from like, it never gets discussed and then we forget about it or he'll get fired somewhere in between there, you know, uh, the the way things look, but I don't think it's that big a deal. And I'm, you know, yeah, I think the NFL is overreacting. They were kind of pushed into this though, with the way that two MS mess was handled in Miami. Um, and
3: now, and now it's coming out that it looks like everything was handled properly on the sidelines. They followed the protocol. In, they the, just made the, the indep- wrong decision. The independent guy who got fired technically did everything right in, you know, under protocol. Yeah. And a- even some of the medical guys are still saying that the way that he stood up and kind of wobbled there for a second was still more related to his back or some sort of you know uh, issue there and not necessarily a concussion.
2: So. I thought they had ruled that part out, that that was incorrect. Uh, now, again, I'm not digging deep on this, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong.
3: I, I, that's what I heard today.
2: Yeah, so. okay. Hmm. But he still doesn't look like he's going to be back against the, the, the vaunted and, and, and dis- <laughs> dangerous Minnesota Vikings this weekend. So probably going to get our old boy Teddy uh, throwing, throwing the rock against us.
0: Well, they're talking third string for, for that
3: game. Yeah, because Teddy's out too. Well,
2: but the, see now I heard on that one that that was like based on that new protocol they just put in this week. They yeah. took him out based on, and then when he did all the concussion uh, testing, he passed everything, and that they don't think he actually had a concussion. Oh, huh. so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, well, hey, uh, let, whatever. Let's. <laughs> I'm not i I'm not a brainiologist by any well. means. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a big brain, but it's not very functional. So I'm probably not the guy to be making the calls here. Uh, let's talk about our our week, our matchups this week. Uh, ever since we both got our kind of embarrassed on Monday night, our squads have kind of stepped up in one games in way too close a fashion three weeks in a row. Uh, to me, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give you honors in this one just because you helped us
3: out last week. <laughs> Uh Yeah, I, this is. Uh this third game in a row where a win feels like a loss. Um, <laughs> I'll take the wins all day long, but man, they they, they the Titans sure do love to give me, uh, you know, shave years off of my life <laughs> uh, week in and week out. It's funny, my Facebook memories—it's like I could just repost things I said ten years ago and just keep recycling. Crazy, I'm isn't a, it? I'm like. I'm like, I was like, I can't handle this anymore. You know all this stuff, and you know every every football Sunday is, is kind of the same. But yeah, it's funny. Like this week, you know, we played the uh, Washington Commanders with Carson Wentz at the helm, and we the, you know, mighty. I wa- the mighty. I watched him at you know Philadelphia not be good, and then I watched him uh, last year with the Colts be terrible. And so, kind of going into this game, I was like. You know, wince is going to wince. And really, for the most part, the whole game, he wasn't the problem. It was, you know, they just couldn't get their running game going. And, you know, he, he burned us for a couple of big plays, which everybody seems to be doing uh with, with kind of our, our ragtag cornerbacks out there. But I was you
2: guys like, have a lot of people, key players on defense, certain you still kind of step up, though.
3: Yeah, we've already, I think they've already played like 22 players on defense this year, which mm. is insane. Um, Vrabel, we, I'm we, telling you. He, I I love that guy, but uh, he, um, you know, he's kind of built a culture and even Naheem Hines from the Colts kind of came out after the Colts, after we beat the Colts again, which seems to be like an ongoing thing, which is, uh, you know, I'm fine with. We continue to beat the Colts game after game. Um, But the, the Naheem Hines was talking about the one thing that the Titans have over the Colts is that we have stability at the quarterback position. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Ryan Tannehill. I know a lot of people aren't. But uh, he he continues to win. He has not been an issue once this season uh, in the five games that we've played. It's not been on him for the reasons that we're losing.
2: Sacked five and, times yesterday. Or yeah,
3: and but Sunday. then he also just you know he he was getting the crap knocked out of him at one point and threw a dime and got a first down on a third down. So I mean you know he's he's stepping up and doing what he needs to do to to win these games. But yeah, we we just we got beat 41 to 7 by the bills we can't beat anybody 41 to 7 i wish we could just yeah. give me one easy sunday sit down and just you know uh oh, the three the three <laughs> the three wins that we've had it's like you know we we've gone up and then almost have to hold them off and this week the same thing carson wins the whole time I was like, man, we are about to lose to this bum Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders, and then he goes down the field and he throws a pick on the final play of the game, which is Carson going to be Carson.
2: I thought this this was the team kind of coming together for the Vikings this week. We're a better team than the Bears. They're in our stadium, and they're just garbage. We go up 21-3, <laughs> to three and we are rolling into the, the, the second half, and, yeah, it was just from there. Gene, let's get your insights on the game.
0: Well, I was luckily recording a podcast for the first portion of the game. So when I came upstairs, it was Fair at 20, 20, 21. three. So I thought, well, this is awesome. I'm going to crack a beer and I'm going to sit, I'm going to watch the Vikings uh, just keep on curb stomping the bears. Like we should be doing mm-hmm. the weather is perfect inside of our beautiful stadium. There's no rain that we have to worry about the bears with any sort of comeback, there's <laughs> yeah. no wind or blow the damn ball out of the way. Of course our kicker still, you know, yeah, I can't do it in indoors. Apparently, That yeah, is um, fine. I'm not worried about time. him. Well, yeah. So th- I thought, here we go again. As as I'm watching the game melt away, and then all of a sudden we're down a point. And then luckily, <laughs> yeah, what the it's, fuck? yeah. It's like, well, here we go again. And you know, I'm hoping this is uh, Kevin. Just like, okay, let's bait him. Let's. I want to give away all my secrets. Let's get, <laughs> let's get into the Super Bowl it's three and then. Yeah, let's just get all get everything out. We'll just we'll just eke by every week and, and just get the win because we've got the talent. Uh, and Kirk Cousins just all of a sudden he turned it up and he was not going to be denied on that last play or that last run. And then as Chicago's starting to make uh, headway down the field, I thought, well, okay, now here we go. Are we going to go into overtime? What's going to happen? Are we going to get the stop? And then luckily, that stupid Chicago player just decided he needed <laughs> three or four more yards. And just former Minnesota Viking,
2: luck. Amir Smith-Marset.
0: Yes, he could have went out of bounds and stopped the clock, but he did not. He thought, well, I'm just going to coast to another three or four yards. And then he got stripped from behind from the guy he juked,
2: which it was very thought... reminiscent of how the Bears have beat us in scuzzy last minute plays over for over a decade. We were due, man.
0: Yes, it was. It was very nice, and especially being in front of the home crowd. I thought, man, if you guys piss this twenty-one to three lead away, and and, and you take the loss at home, <laughs> it's it's time for a new coach.
2: I, I have a uh, <laughs> a new coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, uh, we have our first coaching fire. Matt Rule out in out in Carolina. Uh, about two and a half years too late. But uh, I'll, my takeaway is, man, you can't have three back, three games with fourth quarter comebacks come from behind wins without being behind in the fourth quarter. So uh, kudos to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I, I agree, basically, with with what you said there, Gene. There was one thing I wanted to share, something I never have ever seen in a football game I don't think in my life, and I've been watching for a long time. A lot of, any game ever the very first play from scrimmage for the bears. So, you know, you basically have your entire week to decide what your first play is going to be. And as the clock is like, this is not close. There's like four or five seconds. All of a sudden, some rando Chicago bear guy comes running off the sideline into the, the, like the lineup, trying to make it before the snap. And they get a delay, a game penalty on the very first game. I'm like, I have never witnessed anything like that. But, um, so right away we're up seven nothing. The Bears look like a complete shit show, and the little cherry on top is that like the the Packers lost in London uh, to really kick off my football Sunday in in, in the right fashion. So uh, whatever, I'll take the win four and one. Yeah, they still got some shit to work out. This is the first week the special teams didn't uh, uh, almost basically execute perfectly. Uh, they were they were kind of a problem this week. But I think that's because what we, our one punt was fifteen yards. Uh and then yeah, it was, was and then there was a penalty on the return so yeah, they basically netted more, uh, netted
0: five yeah Yeah One thing I will say about this is these are the games that Zimmer lost every time.
2: Well, Our definitely last time. the last two years, last year especially. I think we yes. were we were in uh just like 14 7 point or less games. If we would have won every uh, I think Patrick Peterson said if we last season I'm saying had the Vikings, let's just say, miraculously won every game they had a fourth quarter lean in, they would have been fourteen and three or something ridiculous. But uh yeah. So yeah, whatever, you
3: know, smooth it out. Keep things moving. <laughs> Ain't no stopping us now. Ain't no stopping us. Hey, let's not and we also don't need any Greg Joseph slander at former Titans. Great Greg Ooh. Joseph.
2: Man, I sort there's such symbiosis. I'm wearing a former <laughs> Titans jersey here, at Randy Moss. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brand- uh. former Titan great Randy Moss. That was <laughs> Jeff Diamond went to become your guys. Didn't he get like uh, General Manager of the Year or something like that? Uh, Executive yeah, of the Year for go. the NFL. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Skull Baby and
3: Greg-, and Greg Joseph, one of the weirdest follows on Instagram because he's one of the only people on Instagram that has his comments like uh, you can't you like only certain people can comment on Greg Joseph posts. Really? Yeah
2: like a politician i know snowflake
3: all right unless you guys <laughs> if you guys don't have
2: anything else we can get to the picks
3: there we go Snowfl-
2: all right uh this week uh thursday kicks off with the commies uh the carson wentz led commies heading into chicago the windy city the big apple <laughs> uh you know what uh let's just uh give honors to to me on this one to me who's winning this
3: I think chicago is also called the gateway to the west so uh um man after watching the washington (laughs) commanders play i haven't i haven't seen the bears play yet this year so uh i just i just have no faith in carson Wentz. i think he's garbage and uh (laughs) and i've heard a lot of great things about the bears on this podcast so um i'm gonna have to pick chicago i'll take the home team on thursday night football how
2: about you gene
0: yeah, I'm going with the home team on that one too. The city by the bay. I think uh, with uh, weather the in their favor, I think they, they can take this one. They, I feel like, they, especially after how bad things ended here in Minnesota for them, I have a feeling they're just going to run with it and uh, take the take the command, the commies, as you put it, uh, to task and uh, give them their their fifth loss.
1: Yeah,
2: you're going to have that kind of Detroit line effect. Basically, by losing to us, they, their entire season seems to have imploded. But uh, maybe that will yeah, happen to the Bears. I think the Bears are going to win this one, but it's going to be like 9-6. to six. Uh, I just, I don't know. Carson Wentz. Or not Carson Wentz. I'm with Toomey on Carson Wentz. The guy basically lost any mojo he had. I don't know if it's uh, shots to the head or whatever. But, man, he really – remember, his upswing was bigger than, like, you know, it was definitely bigger than Goff. And Goff made it to the Super Bowl, and then Wentz got hurt. And the, the Eagles actually won the Super Bowl that year. Uh, but, yeah, the Bears. Um, and also, you know, you just had their coach throw them under the bus saying, yeah, we're not, we're not winning because our quarterback play is horrible. Um, that's, that's not too often you, you call out your starting quarterback. Like that. All right. Then Sunday, no game in London this week. Uh, we have San Francisco heading to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta kind of licking their wounds after that debacleous way their game ended in uh, Tampa Bay. Gene, what do you, what do you think here?
0: san francisco you said
2: yeah san francisco heading to atlanta so it's in atlanta at noon west coast team might as well be flying to london
0: (laughs) what a couple hours difference between those flights yeah uh as much as you know you you have some good points here atlanta's trash i'm calling for san francisco
2: i think san fran is really fucking overrated uh, I mean, they're only like three and two anyway, right? Yeah, three and two. Yeah, three and two. And Atlanta, at least—I don't know—they at least should have had an opportunity to 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 put an offensive drive together against the Bucks, and they have kind of held their own. They 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 were tied for first place, you know, before Sunday. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm picking Tampa on this one.
3: Do we? Tampa. Atlanta. Uh, psh, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I, you know my love of Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. And the Former Titans, uh, Arthur Smiths. I mean, there's like 15 former Titans and Titans coaches on that staff. Um, with that being said, uh, man, I'm trying to think, are there any injuries with the 49ers? I got to remember here. I don't think so. Just um, Trey Lance, really. I think. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that <laughs>
2: that's probably a <laughs> look, good Garoppolo thing. That's probably a good look. Garoppolo at his best is really not that good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go with the uh, the fighting Mariotas again. And I'll take the uh, the home team on this one, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah,
2: a, a quick uh, statistic I heard on the Dan Patrick Show that goes back to the Bears here. Uh, if you take Tom Brady's passing yards since he just just in his forties, if, if they his he would be the Bears' all-time leading passer in almost every category <laughs> with just his stats in nice. his early turn forty. Anyway, fun times. Uh, all right, then we have New England just. Put it to the lions 29 to nothing with that some guy named zappy zappy uh going to cleveland uh I, i'm taking cleveland on this one i don't have a, a, a lot of reason to feel that way other than maybe i i just really hate new england and kind of sick of them. but it also you're on your third string quarterback and his last name is zappy i don't know what do you got to me
3: um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the fighting Bailey Zappies of the New England Patriots. I, I, I ba- after it, what? Bailey is his first name. Yeah, Bailey Zappies. You
2: can't play quarterback in this league when your name is Bailey Zappy.
3: Get the See, there's, fuck out of here! <laughs> there's a photo of him and his girlfriend before the game. What are you doing, guys? And they they both look 13. Like it's it's no. it's, it's insane. Can you um, even be a grandparent? Like like you, like
2: you. If your name is Bailey Zappi, aren't you like it's like Justin Bieber? You're just gonna be a child in your entire life
0: until he's in his 80s, then it'll fit again. And
2: then it's what Grandpa
3: B, nah, anyway, Grandpa Z. Sorry, yeah. Bailey Zappi did lead the uh college football and touchdown passes last year at Western Kentucky University. I was gonna say yeah. it had to
2: be some fucking really <laughs> tiny school.
3: Right. Uh, say so, go Hilltoppers. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the uh. So yeah, I'm gonna pick Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots here. I think this is this kind of boils down to the whole, um, just just New England being a, a model franchise and Cleveland being a shit show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that they, you know, Cleveland should have won last week, um, even though Aiken and I both picked the Los Angeles Chargers in that game. I, I that was one of those things where I looked up and I saw that Cleveland had an early, early 14-0 lead, 14-3 lead, and I was like, oh. That's you know, because their head gonna... coach
2: is a former Viking. He can't have, you don't keep those leads, baby.
3: <laughs> right. So, you know, I thought that the uh, the Browns were going to pull that one out. But, I, you know, I just, and I thought, honestly, I thought last week that the, if it was 29 to nothing Detroit, that was kind of my pick. Yeah. But I can't I can't believe that. Number that one Bailey... scoring
2: offense, shut out after, like, what? <laughs> they, and they lost 48-45 the week before. Fuck.
3: It's insane, man. I, I don't know what's going on in Detroit, and I think Detroit and, and Cleveland are by pipeline to each other. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so I will say I'm going with the New England Patriots. Gene, you're up.
0: I'm up. Well, this is what I call h- here is a, uh, a coin flip game. So I've got my coin here. I'm going to flip this coin. Heads, it's uh, New England, tails, it's the Cleveland Browns. And that is heads, so that is the New England Patriots. You have to do that so at least one game
2: of- every week from now on. Yeah.
3: So, but does the more than one. can does the coin change its mind closer to game time? <laughs> Very well, could. I'll yeah. flip the. You know, I'm gonna flip it again money. on
2: Sunday morning see what we got. I
3: don't know. Best two out of three. Best two out of.
2: And <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's do rock paper scissors this shit. <laughs> uh, um, all right.
0: I always win against myself in rock paper scissors.
2: All right. Well, Gina, uh, who do you have with the Jets going to Green Bay? Boy, you know this Green is a tough Bay place. just is licking their wounds. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. that salty sea air did something on the flight to a Rodge. Are they on the
0: downward slide, or was it just a bad turn of events? Or is, are the Giants uh, turning things around? And I, I, am doubting that. But you know, here we are with the Jets, three and two, going against Green Bay, three and two, but it's going into Lambeau. It's, I'm going Green Bay. As much as I'd like to see the Jets uh, knock them down, I just can't put my faith in, in the Jets.
2: Yeah, you, you keep waiting for Green Bay to kind of get it together and, you know, like, oh, Rogers is going to start you know, pulling this stuff. But uh, he's pretty atrocious in the fourth quarter or the, the second half if they're not doing well. Uh, and also, Lambeau Field, for anybody, it's just a fucking outdoor toilet that's really big. That It's just puke and piss and shit and then... Overweight people eating sausages—that's that's really all it is. So, uh, or as uh, many call it, football mecca. I'm picking the Packers.
3: Oh man, I think the Jets have something nice going. I think they're on their they're on their way up. And from what I've seen from the Green Bay so far this year, has not been very good. I mean, obviously, I mean, if the Vikings can beat the Packers, anybody can beat the Packers. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the—I'll uh, take the uh, visiting New York Jets in this one.
2: All right. Uh, and and uh, we have Billy Elam as a, a special guest pick, so we'll be reading him at the end here. So. All right, next up then we have uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. I believe it's my turn. Um, I don't have a big good read on this other than that I, I really do think Indianapolis, I mean, that game in Denver that they won, Jesus, fuck, what a disaster Denver is. and And Matt Ryan looks like, he left anything resembling a a, a pro quarterback in Atlanta so I'm taking Jacksonville they've been kind of up and down but they're a young team new coach and uh, you know Trevor Lawrence starting to figure it out so fuck it Jacksonville
3: Um, speaking of Bill Elam he has actually already shared this episode so uh... (laughs) (laughs) he's a wizard Yeah. so so I appreciate you Bill Elam Um...
2: (laughs) while we're recording it he's already got it out there
3: you know what, I'm gonna go Jacksonville on this one. I think this I think what's gonna happen here, Jacksonville goes to Indianapolis, beats Indianapolis, and then Jim say fires everybody. I think they're I honestly, and then the Titans play the Colts the next weekend after they get the Colts get that new head coach, interim head coach bump, and then that might be the way that they beat the Titans. But other than that, I think that this is a Jacksonville win. With some consequences on the Indianapolis Colts side,
2: you think Frank Reich is on the hot seat, huh?
3: Think. oh, he's gone. He's out. Oh, really? This,
2: this season, eh?
3: This this week.
2: Oh <laughs> 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 right, yeah, I like it. I like the confidence. Calling your shot. All right, uh, Gene, what's what do you got here? Another coin
0: flip theme. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna pick uh, the Colts on this one. I'm gonna see if the home team can pull it off.
2: Oh, sure. see. Gene's trying to protect his lead against us. Uh, we're going to have to meet with the rules committee, take off the skirts, and come up with a way to make sure Gene can't uh, <laughs> just run out the clock on us.
3: Well, we need to go back and actually pick out Gene's picks and then see where he's at with the uh, game. Yeah, you know, what? we haven't
2: really <laughs> checked. double-checked to see what his final picks are <laughs> versus what he says on the show. <laughs> we might need to, uh, all right, is there any listener out there that wants to do that? Go back and listen to every episode and tell us how Gene really did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, skipping that one. Then we have the Bengals going to New Orleans. Uh, this is uh, this is kind of a, an interesting one. Now, I, do you guys know is Jameis back playing yet?
3: I don't know. I know that Andy was Andy Dalton played last week. Okay, so. and you and you love the hair. Hey, Andy Dalton's won won a game with four separate franchises the last four years.
2: Hmm. Now you can, you can't say that without being fired and picked up by another steam so yeah fuck that firecratch anyway uh i think it's your turn right timmy who do you got here
3: oh man i think this is the andy dalton revenge game he comes out there and he's yes. like you think you got joe burrow you got your little shiny little fun toys why didn't you give me these kind of weapons when i was there you know you get all these fast wide receivers and whatnot hey, hey,
2: hey you don't shit on aj green
3: i just did okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> Too late, motherfucker!
3: Uh, you know, you get—he—he he had one Lamborghini and AJ Green back in the day. Yeah, you know, he, Joe Burrow's got Lamborghinis and Testarossas or whatever those cars are all over the field. So He's got that uh, fucking uh, so,
2: running back with a knockout punch. Well, if you're a woman, anyway. Yeah.
3: Right. You're a girl sitting in a chair. Yes, uh, he will. He will come through. So Andy Dalton is gonna gonna Joe Mixon the Cincinnati Bengals come through and punch them in their face while they're sitting at a subway. Ah, nice.
0: Boy, that's a that's a tough one. I'm going to go with the Bengals because I just don't have any faith in the Saints. Plus, they're they're dirty and garbage and horrible, horrible city, horrible team, <laughs> yeah. horrible fans. Except for that one punter, dude. Yeah,
2: fuck, he him cool. fuck him too. Fuck him.
0: Oh, right there now. Okay, yeah,
2: fucking. We were only happy to help his charity because we happened to win that game. If, if the Vikings would have lost that game, no Viking fan would have been like, you know, let's 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 help this this guy's charity out.
0: Well, there was a reason though. He's the, he's the only one that came out to to take yeah, the I, final
2: lead. I'm familiar. I'm okay. saying we, we would so not have been. A, the, he was an
0: honorable individual.
2: I'm not he saying he's a bad games. dude, but I'm just saying fuck the Saints in general. Um, exactly. I got the Bengals on this one, yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow and in uh, the squad seem to be starting to figure things out and get it back on the right track. And the Saints, I don't know. Honestly, we shouldn't have allowed them to be in the game that they that we played against them in, in London. In, uh, so yeah. Anyway, so up next, then we have uh, Baltimore going to for some, somehow fucking the Giants. Much to Eddie Drunk's delight, are four and one. Gene.
0: Yeah, that's a very questionable four and one. And that's why I can't pick them. I, it's as much as that you know that record should should scream, "Hey, we're doing pretty good. We're a team on, on the rise." I still can't frickin' pick them. And Baltimore, I I think they're starting to sh- starting to kind of share uh, shake those fourth quarter or second half woes. Yeah, they can't
2: score in the second half, man. Well, I blame they did pokey. better in
0: the last game though, didn't they? At least I thought I, I was watching that game. Maybe I was too drunk. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Ravens just because I, as much as uh, it's, this could be a coin flip game well as well, but uh, I'm not sure if the Ravens are quite no, no longer the Ravens that they used to be yet. And I still feel that the the Giants are still the newer Giants who they used to be. And this game may be the one that if I, if I do call it wrong, that it's, is the one that causes me to flip on both of these franchises.
2: Yeah, I literally have nothing to add. The Ravens are going to win this one.
3: You know, I'm going to go with the uh, the New York Giants on this one. The uh, you know Saquon Barkley's looking really good, as long as Daniel Jones doesn't uh, get tripped up by a turf monster or whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, did you see the the list of wide receivers that they didn't have at the game that they beat the? Uh,
1: it's amazing. Uh, the <laughs> I mean, the,
2: like the injury report going in that you're like, well, the Packers can't lose this game. Yeah. And now I want to change my Packer pick. Yeah, I, I did see it. before yeah. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry, were you done there?
3: Yeah, that's fine. New York Giants. Do we even need to talk about this next game? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tampa at Pittsburgh? Uh, I'll take Tampa.
0: <laughs> I'll take Tampa.
2: All right, let's make it three in a row. Tampa. All right. I haven't seen the spread on that one, but... Uh... Yeah, there are 5% of uh, the ESPN audience right now picking Pittsburgh. I'm guessing if you had one of those, like, maps, it'd be just like a one little dot in the middle of Pennsylvania there. <laughs> um, all right, then we have Carolina, who just fired their coach, Matt, Matt, Coach Matt Rule, first coach to go during the season. I never really understand why you fire him during the season. Uh, unless I mean, it is early enough that maybe you think you can turn shit around, but look at your roster. <laughs> it's not yeah. going to get better with a interim coach and then all you do either way yeah exactly he gets paid and maybe there's something behind the scenes like you know he he bangs somebody he shouldn't have i don't know uh that's the only time i can think of you're fucking out of here you prick uh but whatever they they fired a couple uh uh, assistants too but i'm not i don't go deep on my (laughs) carolina panthers knowledge is christian mccaffrey was still on the team (laughs) He is uh, still on the I, team. I, I'm sure he's hurt, uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have to fly out west, so they get the the bump, the the, the opposite of a West Coast team. So they're still going to lose. The Rams are seem to be fucking spiraling, but they can handle this game.
3: I agree with you on that one. The Rams will take this one. The Panthers are just in a uh, in a free fall. Um, looks like. My boy Baker Mayfield has got a messed up ankle or something. Sam Darnold's still an IR. Jesus. What uh, happened I to think, Darnold uh, anyway?
2: Like, how long is he supposed to be out? I
3: don't know. I'm not a doctor. Probably. Okay. Um, and it looks like P.J. Walker will start fan. this game. <laughs> or a true Panther fan. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with the home team, Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to back
0: you up on that, Rams. Home team. There's, uh, there's no way they should lose this unless somehow... This, uh, whoever's their interim coach pulls a rabbit out of his ass
3: alright up hey, next if he, if he pulls a rabbit out of his ass I'll give him the win
2: fair enough yeah maybe maybe he should just do that go out and like I'm pulling it out of my ass uh, alright so uh, we have a, a matchup of two two and three teams we have the Arizona Cardinals a Cardinal a real bird going to Seattle to play the Seahawks a fake bird so, uh Seattle, I don't know, they they're not getting a lot of love for this game, but Geno Smith is he's been solid to fucking ridiculous. I think they got enough to beat uh, you beat the Cardinals there with you know the 12th man going to step up, going to make a
1: difference. Go Hawks
3: do we I agree with you on that one I'll take the Seahawks on this one as well I still just don't believe in Kyler Murray or any of his weird green suits or whatever he's doing <laughs> uh so yeah I will take the Seattle Seahawks in this one and uh and I will also give a, a, a I give a couple I always give the Seahawks a couple of points just for uh chewing gum for, for Pete Carroll's chewing gum yeah this this is a,
0: a horrible game <laughs> horrible teams. <laughs> horrible fans. Horrible stadium.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: but guys, since you guys are going Seahawks, I'm going contrary, and I'm going to go with the Cardinals.
2: Ooh, hot take. Oh, gee, hot take there. Uh, you know, with the uh, athletes that do kind of dress flashy, uh, I always think, it, like, his Cam Newton was known for it. Joe Burrow likes to flash it up a little bit. You know, Odell Beckham. There's been plenty of them is all I'm getting at. I think if I was the coach and one of those players, I'm like, just do me a favor, like bring a kind of normal suit If that way you have something to put on if we lose before you go to your press <laughs> conference some of those press conferences where Cam is dressed like a pimp and he's sitting there answering like what is, What was going through your mind when you threw that fourth interception to basically make sure you didn't win the game and he looks like a fucking idiot, sad, serious expression and he's wearing this gaudy outfit it's just like dress how you want before the game but if we lose just put on a fucking polo and go up there and, and talk.
3: <laughs> get the coach's windbreaker on and get out there. There you go. It's just I mean, that's so you know, much work, too, to like
2: put all that stuff on, get it right, and then, like, I, I don't want to answer that question. Next.
3: <laughs> Speaking of uh, press conferences, I, I earlier when we were talking about the commanders, have you heard the actual question to Ron Rivera about the no. quarterback thing? No,
2: I, I accidentally saw a headline. What Do you know...
3: So, Yeah, if you if you go back and listen to it and listen to the the reporter, journalist, asking the question, it is the most nails on a chalkboard question I've heard. (laughs) He's the guy is like nervous and scared and run on sentences and just just has no idea what he's doing. Like it's the guy must have a podcast. Like it's you know, and and, I gotta get my press
2: request in.
3: I mean, really, like they couldn't have been much more than a, I mean, he sounded like a, a 19 year old kid that had a, you know, a, a recorder and got into the press conference because he's just like, uh, coach Rivera, uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles and the Giants have been rebuilding for a while too. And what do you think that is for? And <laughs> I mean, he just like goes on and on. And finally, Ron Rivera just goes quarterback. <laughs> It's it's a it's a rough it's a rough uh, question. Well,
2: well, I appreciate that too. We add a little context, uh, making uh, uh, maybe we're the only uh, sports show that's going to actually do that. Uh, that that can be our niche. So, well,
3: I was just saying because you know Gene and Baco are, are pro interviewers. <laughs> they, they they when you when you hear something Man like on that the with street. with the the a billion dollar industry and they're letting these Yahoo's in there, I'm like I should get a press pass. <laughs> If that guy can ask questions to the head coach of a billion-dollar franchise, right. then I should be in there, too.
2: I feel that way every time I hear Stephen Michael do an interview. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. I, You know, I, I have to admit, there are times... Um, uh, look, coaches handle things one way or another. I actually really like the way Belichick does. Uh, but sometimes they're a little rude and, and a little shitty. But, you know, at the same time, I can kind of relate, like... We just lost a game. I'm kind of emotional. And you're asking me either boring, repetitive, or just flat out kind of silly questions. It would be difficult to sit in that moment, in that ex- moment. You know what I mean? Like, talk to me tomorrow. Why does this shit have to be right now? You know, I just, <laughs> I, just I don't know. But anyway. Anyway. Gene, uh, any thoughts you want to elaborate on that before we go to the next pick?
0: No, I say we uh, keep on rolling.
2: Next up, kind of a big matchup, uh, two 4 and 1 teams. Kind of uh, a lot of people think this is going to be the AFC uh, championship game. We have the Bills traveling to Kansas City.
0: This is a, an interesting game, although I have big concerns for Kansas City on whether, are they, are, are there people discovering the flaws in the system? Is there something going on with their system? Um, what's, who's our starting quarterback? Who's that?
2: I it's not. I mean, Josh Allen's the Bills guy. I can't remember who the the Chiefs are kicking around there. Um, I don't. I think it's Elvis Gerbach
3: Warren Moon, still Hmm. there.
2: Warren Moon, Hall of Famer. (laughs) Warren Moon, (laughs) former (laughs) Viking great. Anyway, as much as
0: Kansas City's home field advantage is is strong, it's I've been really surprised at how uh, poorly they've been performing. So I'm going with the Bills and hopefully whoever that quarterback, whoever they start for this game for Kansas city, whoever, if they're, what if there's a second string guy that's in there now? I don't know. Anyhow, I, the, I can't, I, I can't in good faith pick them. Uh, that's a tough one, but I'm going Bills.
2: Whatever swinging Dick Andy, Andy Reed throws out there. will <laughs> will at least keep the game close. I'm feeling the Bills on this one too. I do think Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. I got a feeling. But yeah, it's only fucking week six. so Who knows? But I, I, and, uh, the Bills, uh, they've only had one loss in a game that they probably could have won. They could be 5-0 right now pretty easily. The Chiefs, they seem to feel like they, they're a team that kind of feels lucky to be 4-1. and one. There's a couple of those games that uh, could have gone the other way. So because of that, yeah, look, Arrowhead is one of the, the hardest places to go into and win. Uh, even when that team sucks, it's hard to win there. But <laughs> to me.
3: Um. After watching uh, what was that Monday Night Football with the uh, Chiefs and the Raiders, and uh, Brittany Mahomes' husband just did not look good out there at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the. Um, I, don't know. I mean, the Chiefs look fine. I, I just think if, if the Chiefs get down 14 nothing, and 17 nothing to the Bills, there's no turning back on this one. Um, as I was watching the Titans and Commanders game, I actually had a second TV set up because my wife's aunt was in town and she's a Buffalo Bills fan. So she had the TV on. And I, every time I looked over, I mean, I looked over at one point and, and it's third and 10 on, the, on their own two-yard line and, and Josh Allen throws a 98-yard touchdown pass that was – in the air for 50 yards, and then he does another 68-yard touchdown. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are just playing on like easy mode right now. It is insane how good that team is. And, um, and, Chief, yeah, the, and uh, the
2: Chiefs' and fans have to be envious of a quarterback with an arm like that. You know that arm just, like
3: that just throw it at any angle.
2: Yeah, just throw off, it anywhere off on of. the field. Uh, yeah, it has is to he be hearing? annoying though to to like listen to the announcers just jock the guy the entire time.
3: Yeah, and the—I uh, mean—the Chiefs, you know, they, their quarterback is the uh, the brother of that guy from TikTok, and um, just it's just it, I I just think that you know Travis Kelsey can't catch four touchdowns every game. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills on this one, and uh, I honestly this will probably be game of the week. It's a nice four four twenty-five uh, Eastern time game here. This, this should easily be flexed the Sunday night if they could. I don't know why this isn't
2: a Sunday night, Monday night game to begin with. I'm with you, um, but I will tell you this next matchup uh, with uh, Dallas going to Philadelphia. I now First of all, this game is always the 4 o'clock game, Sunday night game or Monday night game every time they fucking play, but I can't remember the last time both of them <laughs> actually had a significantly good record. But Dallas still seems like smoke and mirrors to me, and I can't pick against Philly uh, until they lose. So uh, I'm just going to pick Philly on this one. Gene, I think I skipped you. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. You, you go.
0: Well, I'm right there with you same, for the same exact reasons. Dallas doesn't feel like they should be 4-1, but, you know, was it Cooper Rush? Is that who they, their guy is?
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
0: he's... I don't know if uh, Dak's going to have a job to come back to, <laughs> especially if they, <laughs> if they, if they, if they actually pull this off but i don't see it happening going into philadelphia against an unbeaten team uh somebody's gonna take them down at some point you know i know they've got some injuries and they almost lost to arizona but i don't think the dallas cowboys are that team so it's got to be philly all
3: right Uh, i mean dallas has a good defense um philly good offense so uh we'll see what happens here i i think i'm with you on that one on the whole you know until they get beat you can't Pick against the Eagles, and uh, so yeah, I think I'll go. Uh, you know what? I am gonna pick against the Eagles. Whoa! So let's let's Cooper Rush and the boys come into town. The boys. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna come in. They're gonna take the Liberty Bell and all the your Philly cheesesteaks, and, and they're gonna. <laughs> So, yeah, no, let's say, you know, Dallas Cowboys, they're going to go into town and they're going to they're going to give Philadelphia their first loss of the season.
2: That's a bold pick. All right. So Monday night, then we have Denver going to the charges. And I've been I've been really enjoying the fucking debacle that Denver has been every fucking week. And uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, but like after that. I don't even know if you could call that in a sporting event where they lost in overtime uh, because they didn't get field goals. Like in week one, it's like you know what? Instead of going for it on fourth and five, let's kick a 89-yard field goal. And now they're in field goal range. They could just add three more points on it and make it. Uh, I think it. I think it was Atlanta um, or no, it was the Colts, right? Wasn't it Matt Ryan? Anyway, yeah, it was Colts. in uh, like. Neither team had scored a touchdown the entire game. And you're like,
3: you know, what? I
2: don't, let's not kick that 48 yarder. Let's let's go for it. And Russell Wilson throws a pick. And then after the game, I mean, Russell Wilson is just such a fucking robot, man. He's like answering all the questions. He's like, Broncos Nation, let's ride. It's like, seriously? It's like that whole flashy suit thing, but it's his mouth. It's like, I'm 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 a character on TV. This is my catchphrase. I have to say it. Uh, But uh, with that, yeah, I'm sorry, Todd Cunningham. There's zero chance that, I mean, talk about a guy who should get fired next week. It's their coach, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, Man, I call it the Walmart curse because now they're stuck with fucking Russell Wilson and he ain't looking. It's fucking five games in and he doesn't look any better than he did at the beginning. So, uh, Chargers.
0: Chargers for me as well. Yeah, Denver's, Denver's a dumpster fire. And I don't see that changing, especially you're talking, yeah, five games and Russell Wilson still looks like he's not even in a uh, a professional uh, stance. He's, he's like, he's, he's a college or not even, he's a high school quarterback on a team full of professionals and can't find his ass with both hands. That's right. Uh, Yeah. Chargers. Yeah, I'm definitely going Chargers
3: on this one too. And I think that, you know, Russell Wilson's had some sort of uh, what do you call it some sort of surgery and it's like t- or that too uh, in in these 10 days between games and yeah I don't I, I I can't say worse things about the Broncos for losing that game to the Colts the other day thank you for nothing um, but yeah Russell <laughs> Wilson is just that guy fleeced the Denver Broncos for like a 230 million dollar yeah. contract and he is just. Garbage out there, so I will take the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. That's
2: and uh, I hear Sierra is actually like she only goes out in public in, dis- in disguise. Uh, she's so embarrassed by her husband. So, or uh, oh. maybe we should start calling Russell Wilson Mister Sierra. Uh, uh, Sierra's husband, yeah, yeah. Sierra's husband. Uh, all right. Uh, so the the Titans have the week off. Uh, they're gonna uh, kind of rest up, maybe get some of their their players back. So all we have for the feature game this week is the Minnesota Vikings flying down to Miami and hopefully not taking in too much of that uh, Miami uh, night nightlife. But uh, Toomey, go ahead, kick us off here. What do you got?
3: Oh man, you know these these Minnesota Vikings, man. They, you know they they it's been tough, kind of rooting for two teams this year that just want to shave years off my life. I might not make I might not make it to next next Sunday after another game, um, but you know, you've know you got the Dolphins with most likely a third-string quarterback if nothing else, Teddy Bridgewater. Now, Teddy Bridgewater's out there, he might have a little Vikings revenge game for him. Your boy. Uh, that's my boy, Teddy B. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will go... Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to go Minnesota on this one. I think they go down to Miami. I think they get it done. I think they get it done easily. Ooh. And uh, So when Gene Vogel is somehow recording a podcast during a football game, which... Yeah, right, uh, right. I, uh, he can come upstairs to a nice, easy breezy uh, Minnesota Vikings win.
0: Well, yes, I hope when I do come up from my recording session this Sunday, because I had to re- schedule the following Sunday's session to this Sunday, I hope to find that the team has got a good lead and continues to hold that lead. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Uh, it's nice that Tua is not going to be there. Hopefully he's going to be okay. I mean, obviously he's got sure. some stuff to work through. Um, I'd hate to see his career end, but it'd sure be nice for Minnesota to go down there, get a road win, and uh, start to start to build for the because uh, we're getting near that, uh, getting towards that eh, somewhat second half of season. Bakwa, do you recall when um, when our bye is? Is it after this game, isn't it?
2: It is, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, because I know they opted to not take the buy after traveling back from London and that, I know some people were calling him out for that saying why wouldn't you take the bye but it was just the crappy Chicago Bears yeah we let him back into the game because we were all jet-lagged but so be it uh, Vikings for the win even if Teddy Birdwatcher plays I think Teddy's he actually still has a good uh, rapport with the Minnesota Vikings and the the players that uh, he's still in contact with that play for the team I don't think there's really any revenge involved uh, it's been too long and Teddy's had he's only He's played for what half the teams on the in the NFL roster yeah, by now. He's he's
2: bounced around a bit. Denver last yeah. year, he looked better than Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, they probably want him back.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? So is uh, Andrew Luck. Uh, or uh, what that? No, no, not Andrew. Luck. Uh, Drew Locke. Drew yes. Locke is the uh, the the Bronco that's actually backing up Geno fucking Smith uh, at Russell's old team. Oh wow, it's all just so small. Worth. you know that 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 head coach for the broncos what a creepy looking guy uh i just <laughs> you're really fixated on that dude i he is uh, he is just really unsettling on, on the eyes i don't think i could eat a meal with him and i definitely i would not leave any child of mine in, in his care i just <laughs> i wouldn't have much. you
0: ever hate Jack to him <laughs> be uh, honest
2: no not not yet not yet we'll okay. see what happens on sunday uh, but yeah, and also, uh, Gene, you've uh, basically got L.C.'s ears uh, perking up. He's going, "Wait, you can record during a football game?" Like, so I'm, I'm a little upset with you. With <laughs> oh, that. did I blow up your? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to blow up.
0: No,
3: your... I'll tell you right now. I, I got offered an, an interview on a Sunday, and, <laughs> and, I was like, I was like, well, no, but I, I, it was like a reschedule, and I was yeah. like, I could I was like, I could do it at like 8 p.m. Because that'll like that'll, if if my team wins or loses, that gives me enough time to like deal with my emotions and swallow my you know sorrow or whatever. Luckily, we won, and but I, I but I was like eight. I was like I'll do eight p.m. That'll give me time just Didn't in case. Didn't you
0: schedule a gig uh, during one of the Titans games? The very first one, if I'm not mistaken.
3: No, the gig was not on a Sunday. The rehearsal was on a Sunday, but we rehearsal, had a TV. Even worse, we had we had the <laughs> TV on in the in the, oh in the my rehearsal God. space. Jesus. Yeah, Did and now part? like my wife
2: is like, you could have met my mother without going to a bar. Ten minutes afterwards, so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, you can't. No. Like, <laughs> no.
2: Uh, uh, all right. Well, I'm. I, you know what? Uh, no, you guys got plenty of analysis in there. I'm just going to pick the Vikings on this one. Uh, Bill Elam, our guest pick this week is, in order: Bears, Falcons, Browns, Packers, Jags, Vikings, Bengals, Giants, Bucks. Rams, Cards, Chiefs, Eagles, and Chargers. And that is it for week six of Slobberknockers. Gentlemen, any parting shots? I got nothing. Uh, Colts
3: are still garbage.
2: Right on. Uh, Skull, baby! Skull?
3: Tighten up!